Hello, this is the Staff Room podcast, which is uh, the podcast that I put out every Friday uh, for, what is it called? <laughs> FreeTalkTeffel.substack.com main website. Um, and recently I've just been kind of reading out the, uh, the article that I write every Wednesday called The Bulletin. Um, and um, I think that's rather boring. So this, <laughs> I mean, it's boring to read out exactly the same. If you if you find this podcast interesting, then you know go back to the go to the website, look it up on the Wednesday, and you can see it all written out. So rather than just read, you know, word for word everything that I wrote on Wednesday, uh, I'm kind of go- just going to riff about what. Uh, what I wrote. This the topic is why your school needs a newsletter, um, and um, you can go to the go to that um, the blog post that I put out the previous Wednesday if you want all the details. But just to give you some background, um, I used to be a news uh, journalist. My God, is that the term? Um, working for newspapers. I worked for some small local newspapers in America and uh, in England. Uh, I guess the height of my career, I was working for the Yomiuri Shimbun, the Daily Yomiuri, which is the big Japanese conservative newspaper uh, back in 2000. Uh, after that, I went back to local papers in uh, Nottingham and Derby uh, in England. Uh, but I haven't uh, haven't worked in journalism proper since about 2007, when I started the school, my Tower English uh, Eikaiwa. But I've always, I think, had a hankering uh, desire for publishing and uh, doing things uh, journalistically. Maybe that's my interest in having a newsletter. Um, but you know. As you know, the world has changed a lot since 2007. I mean, that was, I think 2007 was when the iPhone came out. And that, of course, changed everything. The world of collecting news and issuing news releases and deadlines and all that stuff has changed with technology. Essentially, we're all reporters now. We're all editors. We are all journalists, if we choose to be. We have the tools uh, in our hands. Um, you could talk about the rise of fake news and all that sort of stuff, but really, another way of looking at it is it's just the democratization of the news business. So the news business doesn't really exist like it used to. Perhaps the stump that remains is highly biased and not so reliable, but you could argue that was always the case. So, anyway, you can tie yourself up in knots trying to figure out what is true and what isn't true. Forget that. Um, from a from a business point of view, if you have a newsletter, it's, it's your way of talking to the world. Now, when I say newsletter, I mean, it doesn't actually have to be a letter and it doesn't even have to contain news. It's just a communic... I don't know how to, how to put it. It's a communication platform. It's a, it's a vehicle to address your audience. Now, Substack, these, uh, you know, the, the posts that I post, that's a newsletter. Um, 
where it's it's like what would you, what do we call it? One to many. I'm one person, and I'm writing to many, hopefully many, people. Um, but of course, it's it can be two way. You can decide that what I'm saying is a load of rubbish, and you can tell me that's a load of rubbish, or you can agree with me and tell me that that you agree. So there is some element of two way side, right? You know. Uh, but um, I think there's still value in having a one to many kind of uh, a model because otherwise if it's completely a free-for-all sort of like social media um, that can degenerate into just arguments and uh, attention seeking for no particular reason I would hope that all of these posts that I make and this podcast um, has some relevance to you that's why you listen um, and of course, you know, there's an ulterior motive. I, I want to set myself up as a, as a in a position of uh, giving giving news, so that I, I'm some sort of authority uh, about the world of teaching English. I don't know that I am, but you know, hopefully, I, eventually, this site will be a go-to place for such things. And um, yeah, does that give me much power? Not really power, but it gives me a, a, a right to speak on certain subjects. And therefore, a right to speak to other people. I, I think I might make this podcast into an interview, really. I'm, I'm interested in interviewing people, uh, teachers and maybe students, I don't know, but people involved in the teaching English business in Japan. Um, and that's valuable to me by making contacts with all these people. Well, I say valuable. I, I'm not quite sure how it will be valuable, but <laughs> if you have a vehicle... Uh, like a newsletter, then I think it could be um, of immense value. Um, and as I say in the in the blog post that I just published, ultimately what it's about is uh, building community, and that can be around a newsletter or a, you know place place where people frequently come to hear the news. And that's essentially what a newspaper is. So you know, these days you don't have a newspaper and you don't have reporters instead we're all talking <laughs> i don't know who's listening but we're all talking um and that's a good thing um if you pick and choose who you listen to of course um so thank you for listening to me i'm glad you picked me um i guess i'm waffling a bit but the the other point that i wanted to make um is that doing a newsletter for your school or any kind of business um positions you as a member of the community, and as I say, building a community is the key. And I, I you know, who knows what will happen in the future? But I, you know, trying to think about AI and how it will affect teaching and our jobs and everything, who knows? Maybe it'll be a great thing. But 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 certainly it will change things. Well, I'm fairly certain. Um, so we have to find ways that we are different from, better than, or, you know, um, offering a service that's doing something that AI can't do. And it's getting harder and harder to find things that you can't do, or that you can do that's better than AI. At the moment, it's sort of laughable. You can say, oh, they, you know, AI is not so interesting, and it's not so real, and it makes obvious mistakes. But over time, it will get better and stronger and cheaper, and maybe more students will turn to AI as their preferred uh, way of learning a language. 
Um, so how do you fight against that? I think ultimately you do something that is very human, which is making a community um, so that learning is not just not just about grammar and vocab and passing tests. It's about communication with humans. And ultimately, I think if there is any future for teaching English, it's about communicating with other humans. This may be an obvious point, but we may get to a point where <laughs> uh, that's not so obvious. You know, people are glued to their smartphones and their apps and forget that this is the reason we're in this business, is to communicate with each other. Okay, that's all I have to say. So, as I say, if you're interested in any of the things that I've said, or if you want to find actually more practical, useful, uh, direct information, go to freetalktefl.substack.com. Sign up. It's free. Join the community. And, um, yeah, that's it. Okay, have a good one. I'll talk to you again next Friday. See you.